Thanks for tuning in to Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everybody. Tracks like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. You're never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow and I move fast. And that's facts. Only I can make a change. Slowly take a step today. I will never be the same. Cause that's what it takes. What is up? What is up, everybody? Here for another entertainment news break. Sorry about this past week. If you watched our uh, House of Dragon uh, review that we just had uh, yesterday, uh, gonna kind of repeat a couple things real quick. Uh, I was uh, not feeling so wait for great for like a week and a half. Decided to go to the doctor. Ended up finding out that I had COVID and that I got diabetes at the same time, which sucked. So we had to have a little bit of recovery time. So that's why. Everything hasn't been on time like in the last week or so, but we're getting back into the swing of things. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. I've been very busy. Um, I just, you know, been working, got back to college, doing some grad school. But I mean, it's been good. It's been good. I've been keeping up. I've been able to watch some of the stuff and um, it's been it's been nice overall. Yeah. As Dagan in the chat says, COVID does suck. So I feel for yep, you, man. It sucks because Dagan's got it now. So that's why he's not on here uh, with me. Uh, that'll be Josh filling in the night talking about some things, but I always like when Josh is able to come on here because uh, he's got a uh, different point of views and that's always good to have. Uh, one thing we're excited about tonight, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to stay up that late to be able to watch them, but I'm definitely going to watch them some point tomorrow. Uh, should be doing a review on Thursdays uh, for that show uh, the day after it's uh, aired and everybody's had at least a, a day to try, try to go in and watch it. As you can see behind me and wearing on top of my head right now, this is Star Wars Country, baby, right there. And Andor will be starting tonight. I'm pretty excited about it. Heard a lot of great things. I uh, heard it might be a little dark and gritty. Dark and gritty is what I'm hearing there on the tweets. And uh, so we'll see if it's actually dark and gritty and everything else. Uh, but stay tuned for that because we're going to cover that as well. Uh, but, yeah, man, we got uh, things going down uh, with the channel. If you want to join the Patreon, you can do that for as little as a dollar to help support the channel. Uh, we also got, as you saw in the chat, uh, Streamlabs, uh, I've got that actual notification zone. So if you want to send one on, it comes through live. Also, we got Matt Munoz in the back hanging out. Uh, he's got phones. Uh, and if you want to call about a certain subject or whatever, man, be more than happy to call and talk about something maybe not even we're covering. Like if it's something we may have missed or maybe we didn't think it was as big of a news story as you thought uh, and everything else. And we don't talk about it here. Uh, you got the chance to call in and bring it up and talk to us about it, man, and have some fun banter uh, that way. Uh, and that's some of the stuff we're doing with this show, and we're wanting that to grow and have more and more interaction, whether it be in the chat, whether it be uh, from our Discord or Patreon, or whether it be uh, for calling in and uh, having some fun and everything else. So let's just get right into it, like uh, like we always do with uh, our entertainment stuff. Uh, we start out with uh, the box office from the weekend before. Uh, and this is going to be a little bit of an interesting box office for me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and name them out here. Uh, number one is the woman King, which is interesting because like 
the the subject matter and stuff, you sit back and you go, well, some of these movies do good, some of them don't, and this movie's doing great. Uh, over $19 million in the box office, which is a great number compared to what we've been having at the box office. Box office has been really low uh, here of late. Uh, Barbarian. <laughs> Got to give a standing ovation because I'm already standing and I'm ovating. But Barbarian, man, with over six and a half million dollars made, only a 38% drop from the weekend before. I think a lot of that's worth word of mouth. If you are a person that likes any type of horror or anything like that, Barbarian, you might want to go out there and see that movie right there because it's an interesting and fun ride. Pearl out there. This is one movie that I want to see. I'll probably be seeing it in the next few days. Might even see it during the day Thursday. I'll have an out of theater reaction like we've been doing some movies that we wouldn't seen and and everything else. Uh, I hope y'all guys are starting to enjoy those. But uh, Pearl, I want to go see that. This is crazy that two of the top three movies this past weekend in the box office had, was horror movies. Barbarian and Pearl showing how they are uh, with Pearl just over three million. Just a little below that, we got to see how they run. And then a little bit below that at uh, just over two and a half million dollars of the box office was Bullet Train. One of the movies that you don't see on there that's been on there for almost every time we've covered this since we started doing the show. And since I think it was either March or May or whatever of this year, Top Gun is not on there. Uh, but uh, like I said earlier, The Woman King, uh, a historical epic set in the 1820s about a real life, like all female army in the West African kingdom, uh, Dahomey, uh, that stars Wild Davis. That's the big daddy right there at 19 million uh, and everything else. Uh, the film also received a coveted A plus cinema score, 94% on uh, uh Critics, 99% uh, audience score, uh, and Barbarian, like I said, did come in second with six and a half million, 38% drop uh, from the previous week. Uh, the film has grossed 21.1 million so far. The domestic box office, you know, these horror movies, they're not made for by a bunch of money, so they're probably already getting profit right off the bat. But Josh, man, what do you think about this top five of the weekend box office uh, this week? Absolutely. Um, so with The Woman King, I'm happy that it's doing so well and that it's making money because it just incentivizes Hollywood to do these more types of these movies, which, while I am a superhero fan and that's the I love the big box office action movie. I think there's a balance. It's important to have these types of movies do well and also, you know, showcase different types of stories. And I really was happy to hear that. I don't have any plans on seeing any of these movies. I already saw Bullet Train, but I don't have any plans to see these movies partially because I'm just too busy, but also partially because uh, these aren't my type of, I just, I, the, these aren't the type of movies I personally enjoy. I'm not a horror person. I barely see any horror movies. Historical stuff usually doesn't hit right with me the same way, but I'm glad it's doing well. I'm glad um, this is a very interesting top five. Um, obviously there's no like bo big, big box office stuff to compete with, but I'm, um, I think these are interesting movies and each in their own right. I'm kind of happy they're succeeding in their own way. Um, and it'll be interesting to see going forward, but um, I don't have much to say because I don't uh, know as much about these movies. Um, particularly, I've only seen like the trailer of one or two of them, but mm -hmm. overall just, you know, it's, it's very promising that this is a top five. It's a very diverse top five. And um, uh, when it comes to everything, uh, whether it's a genre or the cast or blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's a definitely promising top five for sure. Well, I mean, Josh, basically you just said you were boring, all right? Because yes, like, you don't want to correct. go see the Barbarian yes. and stuff like that. Like, we get it. We understand. Listen, like, I thought I maybe, the, I I thought maybe with a name like Barbarian, maybe you would accidentally go see it thinking it's like uh, based on a, a manga story or something like that. 
you know, like because uh, if it was based it, on the story, I would maybe know, maybe you got um, confused and thought it was Berserker, you know, with a name like Barbarian or something like that. But that ain't what's happening. Uh, you didn't get confused, but that is what it is. But like, nah, man, I, I, I don't have the time. I, I don't even have the time to be confused to accidentally walk into the movie right now. But I'm glad, like, even though I'm not a fan of horror, I'm glad horror is doing well because it's a very interesting genre that I think is fascinating. And I'm glad, and a lot of people really, really enjoy it. I just know it's not the type of movie I usually enjoy. Um, it's out there shining right now. I can tell you that much right now. Some of that's because people's not wanting to take the big, huge gambles. You know, some play like MCU don't care because they, they got guaranteed money, right? Like maybe they don't make as, uh, you know, the millions upon millions that they wanted to make, but they're still going to make millions of dollars on their films. So like they're kind of bulletproof right now. But besides that, you know, besides these big, huge IPs and, and stuff like that, like, uh, these are the style movies that people can take chances on as far as like putting them out there and they can still earn like a profit and everything. And that's what these horror films is doing. I mean, you take Nope, Barbarian, Pearl Now, X from earlier this year, Black Phone, and three of these movies that I've seen is three of the, my top five movies of the year so far. And they're all horror films. And like, I'm a big horror fan, but that's not when I judge films that I see and everything, like I'm not going to sit here and just put like all the horror. And one of my top four which I wouldn't consider a horror movie is uh, from this year is the multitude of uh, multiverse of madness. Uh, the new Dr. Strange movie, which has a lot of horror elements in it. I would even like, argue so it's basically it. a horror movie. Like, I yeah, mean, like, like it's like, an MCU style horror. You can make that argument. I agree. I, I mean, Scarlet Witch is basically like the Jason Voorhees of oh, that yeah, movie. Man. I mean, Dude, she's, she's that... marching through there, just wrecking face. Bro, that's one of the best things I've ever seen in the MCU. So I hope they do more of that. Unfortunately, some people didn't like that or whatever. So like they, you know, they said their things and everything, uh, you know, when that movie first came out, it still made a bunch of money, but it is what it is. But uh, I mean, gonna... the, the, they, it looks like they're going to still go in that direction. We're going to talk about this later. But with Were Werewolf by Night, I think it's called like, I mean, that definitely seems more of that style and more trying to take the horror aspects. So like it's it, they are diversifying and, and they took that movie and they're going to build on it in some way stylistically. So it'll be interesting. Speaking of like horror, we'll jump right into the sweet ass segue that is Constantine is coming out with a sequel with uh, Keanu Reeves attached to it, which I'm pretty excited about because I actually enjoyed the first Constantine movie. Uh, the 2005 DC film has found cult status in the year since its release, which it didn't have much initial box office success. But now 17 years later, Keanu Reeves is uh, reuniting with the same writer Goldsman and the director uh, Lawrence to continue the Hellblazers uh, story. Uh, Goldsman is also producing the film with his production company, uh, Weed Row Pictures, along with J.J. Abrams and his production company, Bad Robot. Uh, it's thought that this film will take place uh, of the Constantine series that Abrams was working on for HBO Max. That series was announced early in 2021 before the Warner Brothers Discovery merger that has changed several things for HBO. So, yeah, man, like uh, we're coming in. Constantine's finally getting a sequel. Uh, I actually like this idea more than some of this other stuff that's happening here because of like Top Gun and, and everybody tries to copy everybody's situation. I don't think this is literally that. It's just a sequel to the movie. Um, but it does. It is a sequel to a movie that's been out. That's a little bit of a comparison there. But are you, you think this movie, did you, did you ever watch the original Constantine first? And after that, uh, do you kind of excited about Keanu Reeves coming back to reprise the role? Um, I haven't watched the original Constantine. I thought people didn't like it, so I didn't. I didn't realize it had a cult status and that people liked it. So I mean, I probably will now that there's a sequel. I'll probably watch it and then watch the sequel in um, the movie theater. But um, 
it's nice. Like I do like stories like Constantine, and I think um, the darker part of the DC is the most some of the most interesting parts. Like I, I think you can look at the success of Doom Patrol on uh, HBO Max, a show that right. I personally love and that has a lot of success in a lot of ways, both critically and um, I think financially. And that you can look at that and be like, okay, Constantine can be a bit of that. And I'm going to, I got to watch the original. So, but I do think absolutely that this could be successful. And it's all, I, I, when we just get the announcement that like, oh, this is happening. I'm always wait and see mode. I'm yeah, always I like, one of the few people out there. I think now that you can attach to a movie and it might bring it a little bit of success, even if the movie ain't that great. Yeah, that like, is I think true. he's one of the few people out there that can do that. One of the last few like true movie stars in that way. I think um I think uh, uh, Meryl Streep's like that. I think Tom Cruise, Keanu's yeah, like that. Tom um, Cruise, yeah. Denzel, like those are like the last like movie stars where you put the, their name on it and you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, they, I think now it's going more towards directors. Uh yeah. directors are getting more of a kick nowadays. Uh, but moving on, we got another sequel in the uh, works for Karate Kid. Sony has announced they are making a new Karate Kid sequel that will continue on from the original franchise. They set a release date of June 7, 2024. Uh, the film, the plot is a mystery, so not a lot known about it right now. However, uh, Hurwitz, a co-creator uh, of the franchise's spinoff series, Cobra Kai, took to Twitter and said that the new movie would not be connected to the Netflix series. The guys and I would love to make Karate Kid and Cobra Kai movies and hope to someday, uh, Hurwitz says. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. So, like, uh, I, that's kind of a downer, I think, from a lot of people because Karate Kid's gotten a big resurgence because of this show that's out there uh, on Netflix and everything else. So, like, and with them not being attached and them not necessarily using anything from those uh, new stories that they're telling, uh, I don't know if this thing's really going to gain legs. I don't know if this thing can really make uh, money. Uh, don't know, but uh, what do you think, Josh? I mean, it depends on what type of story they're trying to tell because it would be weird to do anything with the original cast after Cobra Kai, but if you're just trying to do something like a completely new story in the Karate Kid um, formula, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Like, I like both the original and the Jaden Smith movie, um, and if you're trying to do something like the Jaden Smith movie, I'm kind of fine with that. I, I do wonder, like, I think the hardest part of this is Miyagi, weirdly enough. It's not mm -hmm. even not having the original cast or the Cobra Kai creators. I think Miyagi is such an interesting and great mentor. It, it's going to be tough to kind of like replicate that in a way, in a modern way that's fascinating and that won't be cliche, but also uh, it's a very tough. I, again, I don't really know what this is going to be about, whether it's going to follow Daniel LaRusso, whether it's a completely new story. It doesn't make sense for it to follow anyone from Cobra Kai that has been Cobra Kai or from the original story because if the creators aren't a part of it. But if it's just another Karate Kid type of movie, I'm kind of fine with that. But we have to kind of, until I see a trailer, whenever I hear movie news, and maybe this is who I am not always the greatest fit for the show. When I hear movie news, before the movie gets a trailer, my always first thought is, wait and see. I want to see the trailer. I mean, you can always make so much or like so that. little out of anything. But, like, I, I'm going to be – I'm always on wait and see mode. Let me see. Let me um, – there are some red flags, some green flags that are obviously obvious. But um, until yeah, I see what they're trying right to do, until I see a trailer, I think there's only so much you can take away. No, yeah, I got you. And a lot of people like that, man. So, like, uh, that's just the way to be sometimes. I mean, a lot of times it's just nothing but speculation. It's like there's not a lot of news about the film or any of that. So, really and truthfully, 
you're putting the news out there that is being made, but you don't know really nothing about it. But we do have a lot of D23 news and stuff that I know is a little bit old because we couldn't do a show last week because of all the stuff I was talking about earlier happening. But we'll go over some of that stuff. Uh, There are some video game news that came out. Marvel World of Heroes was announced at the D23 Expo. The the mobile game is being developed by uh, Niantic, the company that created Pokemon Go, and it is set for release in 2023. So I don't know. Maybe it's something like a Pokemon Go. Uh, it says players will explore the real world areas and compete certain tasks to unlock things in the game. So that sounds actually pretty fun having a Marvel game set in that kind of a uh, world. I don't know what you'd be catching or how you would make it work, but uh, they also announced a new uh, yet untitled game in which Black Panther and Captain America team up to take on Hydra in World War II. It appears to be inspired by the 2010 limited comic book series, Black Panther, Captain America, Flags of Our Fathers. The four issue run set in the 40s uh, sees Steve Rogers team up with King Azari, the uh, grandfather of T'Challa, as well as Nick Fury and his Howling Commandos to take on Red Skull and the Baron Wolfgang von Strucker and Adolf, and Adolf Hitler's forces. Uh, Marvel uh, Games is teaming up with Skydance New Media for the game. Skydance New Media was founded in 2019 by Amy Henning, the former creative, uh, creative director of the Uncharted series, which is actually pretty good. So that game might have, you know, a little bit of little bit of juice to it like because that's uh very popular and uh the uncharted series is really super great so if you got somebody from there working on this it, it might mean good things but with that being said man on those couple of video game news here did you get hyped about any of these or anything josh uh so here's the, the problem i'm not a gamer i don't play video games i barely ever i don't know if that'll surprise people or not but like Literally, I I play very little video games. I play more board games than I do video games. So all this, like all that, what you said, mostly is gibberish to me. I'm like, right. um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, gotcha. But I'm like, I'm, I don't like. I don't know if the production company that usually does Marvel games is good. I don't know if Marvel games are normally good. I don't know. I truly know nothing about this topic. So I mean, I cannot add anything useful other than sure. So if they came up with a new board game, you'd be all up on that. No, I, I mean, I love board games, man. I think that's like I think you, the problem with like, board games with is like you can't beat the classics like Settlers yep. of Catan, Chess, Monopoly. Like those are your go to's. It's tough to beat, though. I mean, d and is one of the most popular things out there right now. And I know it's not like a traditional board mm-hmm. game, but it's still like kind of in that genre. So those things like board games and games that you play like I've that always wanted still, to try D&D. So absolutely. still kicking, man, like COVID. I thought COVID would kill a lot of that stuff, but it's actually still kicking out there, to be honest with you. It's still doing its thing. Uh, we move on to animation and Pixar. Uh, they revealed uh, that Peter Pan and Wendy, a new Peter Pan movie starring Jude Law as Captain Hook, is set to debut on the Disney Plus. Uh, they also revealed Lion King prequel. Uh, Barry Jenkins, uh, it will be called Mufasa, Mufasa, the, Mufasa the Lion King. Might as well take a rip off uh, Top Gun right there, but it's going to be in the animation world for this one. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of cats returning for that one. Uh, they gave a new uh, poster for the new movie Elemental, which is coming out. Uh, we had, uh, and that one is the elements. Of, uh, it br- it's going to bring the elements to life. It follows a girl made of fire named Ember and a boy made of water named Way. They fall in love despite their differences and a possibility of being together. Uh, that movie's coming out in 2023. Uh, they announced a brand new movie called Ilio, which will follow a young outcast who suddenly becomes Earth's intergalactic ambassador. Uh so that one's going to be coming out in spring of 24 inside out Two, that one was a surprise. That one's also coming out in the summer of 24. Uh, then you also have, there's a bunch of stuff they did. Uh, they announced an animation. Uh, Await you is a new, uh, I guess that's how you say that is a new 
uh, collaboration, Disney Animation and Pan uh, African Animation Studio uh, Kugali. Uh, the movie takes place in a fictional version of uh, Lagos, uh, Nigeria, and it's set to arrive on Disney Plus sometime in 2023 as well. Then there's another one. Wish will follow a young girl named Asha who wishes on a star and gets a more direct answer than she bargained for when a troublemaking star comes down from the sky uh, to join her. Uh, so we got that. We got a bunch of stuff coming in animation. Uh, out of the ones that I just talked about, uh, the one that really uh, – Peaks my interest. I don't care for any of these Disney Plus things. I think they're going to be kind of childish and too childish for me. Not really my cup of tea, like the new Lion King and stuff like that. Uh, but I had the ones that came out there. I actually think the Elemental is kind of a cool idea that I don't think they've done before, like um, in that area, like telling a story like that. So that'd be the one that piques my interest out of all these. Uh, was there anyone that piqued your interest on that, like uh, that you're interested in possibly seeing? Um, I think the one about the space, about being Earth's um, ambassador, I think that concept is really interesting. I agree with you. Like the Lion King sequel is like, you know, fine, sure. And like, I'll be honest, I wasn't an Inside Out fan. I thought in, I, Inside Out was one of my least favorite Pixar movies. But overall, Pixar and Disney Animations, for the most part, has done such a fantastic job with their animated content whether it was Encanto previously or any of the Pixar movies that made you cry, which are probably over 10, which is crazy based on how many movies they made. I, I don't know. They, they basically uh, deserve the benefit of the doubt in my mind. I'm, yeah. I, well, I'm always like, wait and see. I'm always, when I hear Disney animated or Pixar animated, I'm like, okay, I'll wait and see. But like, I'm, you already got me on board weirdly enough. Because I do feel like most of the stuff they put out, they bat like a 70% average, which is really, really good. Yeah. Especially for animated. So I'm like, all those titles I'm going to be at least interested in. I'm going to see the trailer, and I bet I'm probably going to watch at least half of them. As I said, like the trailer usually is very telling for me. Uh, yeah. Then we had obviously some Star Wars thing. Second season of The Bad Batch has been announced for a little while. It was definitely confirmed. That's coming out at the very beginning of 2023. Uh, there was a gl uh, glimpse of Sabine Wren as played by Natasha in the upcoming series Ahsoka was released. Hollywood Porter also said that uh, Iman Esfande will be playing Ezra Bridger. This is something that I think was probably some of the biggest news that came out because this is a cast and I thought they'd probably try to keep close to the vest and super secret like that they didn't even want people to know that Ezra Bridger was going to be part of the sto uh, story or even part of the show. I mean, a lot of people was already guessing he was going to be. Uh, and all that because you got Sabine coming back and all that. So like some people would automatically figure that he would probably be part of the story, but it would have been cool to be watching like episode two or three and Ezra Bridger comes out of nowhere to like help out or uh, to be seen through that. So uh, I'm kind of disappointed that I've already known that he's part of the story now and everything else, but it is cool. I think that the person that they casted uh, seems to be a correct casting choice. Uh, almost looks like the guy straight. They almost looks like they drew him from the animation, to be honest with you. Uh, he looks so close to what Ezra would look like. Uh, but yeah, man, that's a couple of Star Wars news. Like, what did you think? Uh, anything about we that? We also have the picture out? right here, by the way. I think this is Star Wars news, correct? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So um, that's going to be the, that's Sabine Wren right there. She's looking at the uh, the picture of that uh, artwork that was seen in Rebels and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, what I'll say about Star Wars news is like video games. I'm not a huge. I, wa I watch the Star Wars movies and I enjoy them. I don't usually watch Star Wars TV. I'm not deep in the lore. Uh, the only thing I have to say about Star Wars news is I really hope I hope for the best. I really hope that I like Star Wars. I think it's a cool universe. And I always hope the content is good. 
and I know a lot of Star Wars fans like you, Justin, and I always I always want you guys to be happy. So um, I also do some cleanup um, for some of the Pixar. We do have some pictures. This is what Elemental looks like. Overall, the animation, I think, like, I love the water animation here. That looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. It looks really good. The fire animation um, is nice, but, like, the, uh, the water one's really nice. We have this for Peter Pan and Wendy, um, which uh, is a beautiful shot, but it doesn't really yeah. tell me much. We have Elo right here. This is the one, like, this animation looks really, really, like, I love the style of this. Right. And I, like, I think the way the water, I, I really like this. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name, Justin. You, you, had, but um, the, I, 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 I mostly like the animation on this. I feel like the faces are almost like a bit weird on this. It, it's a bit, weird, a bit too like almost like um, how do I say this? Um, like um, clear in a, I, I don't know how to exp explain it, but like something about the, maybe the eyes are a bit too big is like throwing me off. But overall, like the animation looks really good. I love the background for this. Um, yeah. And, um, and then the last one is Wish. Um, oh, I love this animation. Um, I, th I think this is like the perfect mix between like animated but also kind of realistic. Um, yeah. The sky looks absolutely beautiful. It looks more old school style animation to me. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I uh, love old school style yeah. animation for sure. But yeah, uh, yeah, all that stuff right there. And we will be watching some trailers here in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to go on to the last piece of like news from a group. Uh, well, at least from the D23. Uh, we got Marvel. The next Captain America movie is obviously announced. It's New World Order. Uh, you got Tim Blake Nelson will reprise his role as Samuel Stearns, a.k.a. the leader from the 2008 film The Incredible Hulk. So they're going back there, bringing this guy back into the uh, mix. Uh, you know, you obviously got, like, Captain America will be uh, Falcon turning into uh, Captain America. He's taking over that mantle. You got the Thunderbolts. Uh, that'll be coming in 2024. Uh, that's going to be uh, basically it's kind of like the uh, uh, Marvel version of uh, the Suicide Squad. Technically, uh, maybe not all these people are like super bad or anything like the Suicide Squad, but they're kind of like these people that are on the fringe uh, that aren't considered like superheroes either kind of thing. So they're teaming up to do their thing. Uh, you also got Don Cheadle returning for Armor Wars. Secret Invasion is said to be uh, led directly into Armor Wars. Uh, you also had people uh, like Anthony Ramos, who is best known for his performance in Hamilton and in the Heights, uh, has joined Ironheart as the villain. Uh, that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, everything at all at one star. Uh, Kehu Kwan will join the cast of Loki for season two. And uh, WandaVision director uh, Matt Shackman is going to direct the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Um, that one right there, the very last one there. Uh, I'm not as stoked on because I really think they have to hit the Fantastic Four movie because of the way Fantastic Four has been handled uh, throughout its lifetime. Uh, this is one of those things to where I think that they have to hit a home run with this first Fantastic Four movie. I think this is probably going to be the movie with the most pressure on it and all the movies they have announced just because of that reason, because of the way Fantastic Four movies has been done in the past and how crappy they've been so far. So we'll see. Maybe this person can get the job done and do a great job. I did like WandaVision, the show, uh, but that ain't a whole bunch for me to go on, you know, and see if he can actually pull off a Fantastic Four movie. But maybe there's a reason why they picked him. So, uh, but yeah, man, out of all that, uh, which one piques your interest like the most? Uh, 
to expound upon. I'll also quickly say, I think he was in, um, heavily involved in the Doctor Strange movie, the second, the, the the new Doctor Strange movie. I I know those two are so interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say, for most of the part, I think all the news. I'm like cautiously optimistic. I, I like the idea of Armor Wars. Everything, like every almost everything. I'm like, I get it. I understand it. I like it. I'm going to bring up the Thunderbolts team because this is the news I want to talk about. Because every yep. other Marvel mo- news, I'm cautiously optimistic. I look at this, and I'll be honest. I'm so confused by the choices in this team. This team makes absolutely no sense to me and maybe they've got a plan for it but it doesn't really fit the suicide quad thing because yeah they're sort of villains but most of them are like mostly redeemable they're just bad people who, yeah I, yeah that's know, what i was saying that, that, when, yeah when i talked about it, that's what i was saying like i was saying in the discord that it looks like what they're trying to do is more of like some people who have had a checkered past but trying to be good people rather than Suicide Squad, which is strictly villains. Maybe more of a Doom Patrol than, again, a Suicide Squad. I mentioned Doom Patrol mm-hmm. earlier. I do not like this team at all, though. I don't understand why Buck. This is a hot take, maybe. I don't think Bucky should be on this team. I, I think um, Bucky doesn't make any sense for this team. He already kind of had his redemption in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It seems like he's going to go through the same arc again. We also have three Captain America retrains on this team. There's no power diversity. We have very little and no power diversity on this team, which is really disappointing because when it comes to a team, you want all these different types of aspects. You look at Bucky, John Walker, and Red Guardian. Right. All three, we have Russian Captain America, Sidekick Captain America, and Asshole Captain America. Um, I kind of like Asshole Captain America. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's the guy I'm really rooting for. I mean, you look at um, – then if you're trying to do the whole ba- you know, redemption thing, John Walker doesn't make any sense for this because it's like no one wants to see John Walker redeemed. He is so good at being the heel or being the person that's so unlikable. And if they're trying to give any redemption to him, I'm not really for that. Maybe they can do it right. Um, they have the Ant-Man villain in there, sure. I barely remember her. But, yeah, Ant-Man villain there is fine. I love Florence Pugh. I'm hoping she can carry this team. But I, I don't know. It, I, I, and then they have Taskmaster with, with Master, which I'm hoping they do something with Taskmaster. But I'm also kind of nervous that, that he or she, I don't know if they're going to have the same one, is on this team. Because I in my head, I'm like, I, Taskmaster in the comics was someone who could take on the whole Avengers team and, and is that strong and that dangerous and su- such a cool character. And to be on this team, it seems like they're just going to keep that lower power level for for him or her, which is uh, not not as like exciting or like fun for me. But in general, this team, I, I just don't get the fits together. I'm not excited for the Bucky John Walker thing, where it's like, oh, they're obviously going to have unfunny like jabs at each other and stuff like that. I, I like the Pew and Red Guardian dynamic, and again, I'm it's interested to see more with the. Ant-Man and the Wasp villain and give more anything to Taskmaster, but I don't know. I look at this team and it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense that this is the team. There's so many other choices I would have preferred. I don't get it. I, that's my small rant on that. I just don't get it. I don't get this team at all, Justin. Are you on the opposite side? What do you think of this team? Well, I mean, I'm okay with it, but I'm not like a big time into like I don't I didn't even know that much about Thunderbolts, to be honest with you, until they actually like you know, said what they're saying, you know, and pulling them up, like, and pull up the picture and started talking about it. And then other people started talking about it, and I learned from it. But, yeah, the Thunderbolts wasn't one of my favorite things to read or even story arcs to look into. So, 
they could have used anybody and I'd have been like, okay, just because I don't know a lot about the background. I don't know like really what they're trying to do and focus with and everything else. But Marvel does a great job, so it's probably going to be a pretty cool story to watch. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, I'll, I'll highly Adelia's comment more. Yeah, that's that's basically. Um, I mean, and Adelia are in agreements on this. More, um, Yelena. I'm uh, please. I do agree with that. That's all I care about from this show. I'm hoping she gets a star starring and is the main force, but everything else doesn't make sense. Even with Zemo, I would have loved to have Zemo on this cast, but also I just even then I'm like I want more power diversity. We're going to have an Agatha Harkless show. Why not just have give someone else a show and put her in the? I don't know. I'm I I, I trust Marvel because they they bat ninety five percent of the time. It's a hit, but there's a part of me that like going into this, this doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, I do agree. Florence Pugh is just the best. I agree with Dagan there. But yeah, I I don't I that was my rant on that. I don't get it. I don't no, get I it. No, I mean, I think you made some good points with it and stuff like that, like somebody that's closer to the story and everything. Like I said, I don't have a big opinion of it one way or the other, but that's just because I don't know a lot about the story background. You know, like this ain't me watching like a Spider-Man thing and me knowing a lot about Spider-Man or something like that. This is one of those like blind spots of me in the comic book genre. So like, yeah, I kind of found what you were saying interesting. But like I said, let's see. Wait and see. Find out what they're going to do, the story, and like the it might be the best thing we've seen in Marvel for a while. You know what it I'm saying? Be. So I'm going to be honest with you. Marvel, to me, uh, has been a little bland. That's why I love like the new Doctor Strange movie, because it was opposite, because it was just interesting, because they did a lot of different things than they normally do inside of a Marvel movie, which made it interesting to me. But a lot of their other stuff's been kind of like, okay, okay. I mean, okay, I like, think... I think they've been mostly doing a good job. I will say. Um, I mean, the Spider-Man movie obviously takes the cake. The Spider-Man I mean, movie, no movie is fantastic. Amazing, Doctor but... Strange is really good. Loki was fantastic. I'm a fan of Miss Marvel. Um, they've done a lot of hits, uh, but like um, She-Hulk is the current Marvel thing. And like, I'll be honest, I don't like She-Hulk at all. Um, okay. So like, yeah, a lot, I've, seen, I've seen that one go back and forth. That one's pretty divisive out there, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's. I, I understand why. It's it, especially with comedies. He, it's either funny or it's not. It's either you yeah. find it funny or you don't find it funny. Sometimes, if unless something's like obviously hilariously funny, like a Step Brothers or like those comedy legends, this isn't that. Some yep. people are going to find it funny. Some people are probably not going to find it funny, like myself. Yeah, we'll see. Comedy's but... either going to hit the mark or it's not, and it's going to be for different people and everything else. But you know what, man? Like with that being said, we're going to get on out of here, even though Disney, the big man, tried to shut down the small man. But we shall stand strong. You know what I'm saying? You can bring forth all your millions upon the millions and millions of dollars against us. But we have the wheel, the wheel of the gods. And we will smack you back down like everything. Like actually funny because the name of this stream is Disney cannot stop us. You know what I'm saying? Screw those guys. You know want to bring out that stuff no i mean they're giving us good content they are giving us good content so um you know disney i appreciate it you know you could go a little less hard on on the taking us down part um with the you know the takedowns and stuff but bro we're watching trailers for your movie for them to get even more free advertisement tv basically. show but Man, yes get out of here tv shows movies and everything else get the hell out of here you know what i'm saying shit that's why i like game of thrones and hbo max punk all right but anyway with that being said, man, I love you guys. Thank you for uh, everybody being here and everything else and joining us and hanging out. Uh, but until next time, peace. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move
slow when I move fast And that's facts Only I can make a change Slowly take a step today 